I just asked Brandon if he'd mind if I embarrass him a little bit. He said, go for it. That'll come a little later. An avowed atheist was seated on an airplane for a transcontinental flight, which means he'd be spending a lot of time with the person in the seat next to him. They began to talk, and in short measure, the person seated next to him asked him about his religious beliefs. At first, he said, that's none of your business. He was offended. The person again brought it up in a little while. And when again he said, I don't want to talk about it, the person said, well, let me tell you about my faith and my religious belief. The person is an entertainer, and he told this story in an interview. He said when he got off the plane, he was so angered at that person, but the more he thought about it, the more he appreciated what that person did. For although he was such a devout atheist, he couldn't imagine ever changing his mind about that, he asked the question, how much would you have to hate a person? Let me say that again. How much would you have to hate a person in order to believe that you have the secret to eternal happiness and refuse to share it with the person seated next to you? How much would you have to hate a person to believe that you have the secret to eternal happiness and refuse to share it with another person? Some months ago, the world became bitterly angry when an entrepreneur bought a pharmaceutical company and immediately raised the price of its flagship drug, an anti-cancer therapy that was very effective, raising the price to the point where most people could not afford it. He was later put on trial and found guilty for that crime. He knew he had a drug that was very effective in alleviating suffering. But he thought of himself and his profit rather than the therapeutic benefit it would have for another. How much would you have to hate a person to know that you have something that will help them and you will not share it with them? The apostles were surprised to see Jesus speaking with a Samaritan woman, not only because of the tension between Samaritans and Jews, but because it just was not done. It was not proper for a Jewish man and a rabbi at that to be talking with a woman. And after all, the woman, as we've all heard homilists say over and over, was at the well in the heat of the noonday sun not when everybody else went to that well to draw water, precisely because she was embarrassed to be around people. It was evident there was something not right. How much, however, would Jesus have had to hate that woman in order to know the pain she was suffering and refuse 
to bring her a word of healing, of hope, of mercy, of life. Sharing the faith, sharing what we know to be the key to eternal happiness, sharing the joy we have in relationship with God the Father in Jesus Christ is a fundamental part of who we are as a church. And yet, when most of us think of evangelization, who do we think of? Not Catholics knocking on doors and going house to house. Not Catholics standing on the street corner and offering a word of hope from the Word of God, the Bible. We think of others, as if to say it's not a normal part of how we think of our faith. And yet I ask again, as the atheist did, how much would you have to hate the person near you at work or at school, in the neighborhood, in your family? How much would you have to hate that person to think that you have an answer to their issues, but you refuse to share it with them? Remove evangelization from the Catholic Church, and at some point it stops being the Catholic Church. Remove the water from a swimming pool. Is it still a swimming pool? Or is it just an empty cavern? It is part of who we are to want to tell the story of our faith. And it doesn't take much. You don't have to grab a Bible and stand on a soapbox on a crowded corner. You don't have to pass out Bible tracts or copies of the Catechism of the Catholic Church to everyone you know. A simple word or greeting. Well, I know a young man who was at a point in life which was rather dark and pretty low who sought a friend on social media and who saw that that friend listed in her profile, hero, God. Was that enough to wake you up, Brandon? Was that enough to bring you to your knees and say, I've tried it my way, God, now let's try it your way? And is that what led you into the Catholic Church and to this pew tonight? It takes one word, one word that's courageously placed to share your faith. We got a call in the parish office last week. It was a woman who said she wanted to join the Catholic Church. A neighbor saw that she was struggling in life, had some questions, took a bulletin, Seton Sunday, from this parish, handed it to her neighbor and said, I know you're searching. Take a look at the bulletin. That was enough to bring her to call the parish and say, I've come to Mass. I've found my home. I want to become Catholic. A simple act to a neighbor I know you're struggling. I know you're searching. Take a look at our parish bulletin. Some months ago, 
a teen in this parish, invited a neighbor to come with him and play basketball in our gym. That teen and two of his brothers are going to become Catholic and join our parish. It doesn't take much to share our faith. God has already primed the pump. From the time when Jacob dug the well at God's insistence, God knew that the woman of Samaria would come to that well at the heat of the noonday sun and meet Jesus to have her sins exposed, her searching brought to the fore, and her every question answered in the person of Jesus. God primes the pump. But you and I have to be the ones to share the word. A family member whom you know needs to hear something about God. A classmate at school whom you could invite to something here at the parish. A post on social media that talks about how important your faith is, your relationship with God might be. Something to a coworker to say, hey, I know you're struggling. Take a CD from the bookshelves we have in the narthex. They're free. Of course, if we want to put an offering in, that's never refused, but they're free. That's why they're there. Take a book. Share it with someone you know. How much would you have to hate a person to know that they're struggling, they're searching, they're questioning? They need a word of hope and faith and mercy. You have that word and you will not share it with them. How much do you have to hate someone to withhold the gospel of Jesus Christ? Brandon will tell us it takes just one word. God primed the pump. God led him to that place. He saw that word, and it brought him home.